0: Everybody is I, you all know you are you, and wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference, you are all of them, and when they come into being, that's you coming
1: into being. Yo, 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 beautiful people, how's it going? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world, and this week on the podcast is another episode of Observing My Thoughts, really wanted to just get this one out you guys. This inch will be a short one. I'm just about to head out. I'm going to the Lake District for a weekend of wild camping. Three nights of wild camping. I cannot wait. I'm actually going with a few of my good friends and also Todd Akamesis is coming as well, who has been on the podcast a few times. So I'm kind of really looking forward to just doing some wild camping, sitting around the campfire, eating some good food and looking at the stars at night because the stars at the lake district at this time of year really are beautiful and it really is um something that you have to see the the um the light pollution over that way is it's very minimal i don't know how long that will stay like that but at the minute it still is a very rare thing and this time of year the stars honestly it's like it's just looking it you can re- it looks like you really looking vast into the universe it's amazing so, I'm looking forward to that anyway. Doing some kayaking as well and just getting out in some night in nature and in the middle of nowhere and whatever else mysteries we get up to do with Todd, I'm sure it'll be interesting. So, anyway, I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you can, check out the Patreon page or the one off donation option to support the podcast. Also, now doing some one on one coaching if that interests you. So, anyway, without further ado, enjoy this conversation. And maybe by the time you listen to this one, I might be snuggled up in my tent. Maybe I'm cuddling into Todd freezing cold. (laughs) So anyway, enjoy this conversation. Peace out, people. Yo, 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 beautiful people. How's it going? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. And this week on the podcast, I bring to you another episode of Observing My Thoughts. If you don't know what these episodes of Observing My Thoughts are, it's basically where I just ramble and dive deep down the rabbit hole and dive into some of the different concepts and ideas and pieces of philosophy that I'm working on and going through and sort of different transitions that I'm going through in my life and I just basically ramble about them and bring them to you bring them to your minds and express certain aspects and things that I'm working on that's basically all it is so these conversations can go all over the place there's not really a structure in this one I do have a couple of notes that I want to touch on but it's going to go all over because there is a lot of things and different transitions that I'm working on in my life and I definitely feel that this one is well overdue it was a while since I did the last one So one of the big things that I wanted to touch on, a noticeable thing, I wanted to just touch on the sense of um, some big shifts that's happening on the planet. It's definitely clear to see that there is some big changes and big global shifts happening on the planet. In my perspective, from a personal level, on my own energetic level, there's definitely things I feel that are bubbling and changing with inside of ourselves. But on a physical sense, it seems to be that there's a lot of um, turmoil going on in the world, a lot of big changes. It's really interesting because at the minute in the world, we do have this really interesting thing going on where we have this all these positive movements going on, but at the same time we have all these negative things bubbling. So, for example, for example, there is a huge emergence of more and more people now, sort of, sort of turning their backs on the mainstream, sort of tr- trying to be, sort of in a way, try to try to be their own philosophers of their life instead of listening to the narratives that were being told. More and more people are seeking alternative um, alternative um, things in terms of health, in ter- terms of where they're getting the information from. More people are trying to live more sustainable lives. M- more people are putting their attention into things that they want to see more of in the world. But on the other side of things, there seems to be this turmoil bubbling from, um, from a global sense in terms of politics and things. Politics is really bubbling up at the minute seems to be there's a there is a, a lot of a lot of um, turmoil on the on the horizon as you know coronavirus uh, we can't get away from that the media is really highlighting it and really pushing forward with coronavirus whether they should be or not that's obviously a, a, a probably a question for another podcast but there is a lot of sort of psychological warfare going on with that so there seems to be there is a big bubbling in society at the minute um But it also seems to be, speaking from a personal level, I do feel that when you, on your own journey of seeking, I do feel that on a personal level, when you get further towards your goals or sort of get towards your own evolution, you will meet a lot of resistance. I think that's just the general nature of life. The more that you're on the path that you get further to the evolution of your own soul, you will start to feel more and more resistant. So maybe as a society, that is what's happening at the minute. As a society, we just like the birth and process I've described before, as we get closer to sort of where we want to be more as a civilization. We will meet more and more resistance by sort of internal and external air forces who don't want us to go there. So that's that's definitely um, seems to be what's going on at the minute on the planet. Anyway, so on a personal level, just some of the things that I'm um, that I want to touch on, and as you know, guys, I just I really do speak raw and open about some of the things and different transitions that I'm going through in my life. It's sort of a gift that I've got. I can just speak about these things with an open honest open honesty. And at the same time, as I'm speaking about the things that I'm working on, it might you might feel resonance and give you a bit clarity in some of the things that you're working on and help you through your journey. So in my life at the minute, there really is some interesting transitions going on. It's been very challenging of late as well, as you know. In the past, I've talked about the Kundalini awakening process that I've been going through, but as late that was a while, that was a few months ago now, and the, obviously the the sort of the energetic shifts that I was feeling through my body um, have sort of settled a bit now, or more, more and maybe the word's not settled, but they've sort of maybe just become a, more of a part of us now, and, and and sort of become a part in in my. Um, my awareness, my awareness is sort of heightened a lot more now and it's sort of just naturally my physical body has gotten got used to that state of being. <coughs> so I've got that sort of going on in my life where I feel like, um, my awareness and my sort of level of sight is being pulled all over the place and I'm going through these deep sort of spiritual levels of awakening within myself. But also on a physical le- level, there's a lot of things going on and a lot of pieces moving around in my life that I will certainly talk about in coming episodes of my obser- um, Observe My Thoughts. But just to give you one of them pieces is at the minute of my life, I'm sort of working towards doing to traveling more and doing a lot more traveling in the world, uh, Doing a lot more traveling into my life, so in my life, I'm gearing up for that. A lot of sort of other personal things alongside that are sort of moving and bubbling up. As you know, in life, we all have different chess pieces and things that we are moving to live to sort of to live a life that's more aligned with who we truly want to be. And over the last four years, um, or five, or six, seven years, I've been really. This journey's been really heightened for me. There has been a lot of them pieces, and um, that have been move, moving, and it just takes time to get them pieces in place where you true, what you where, you, what that truly align with you so anyway that's just give you a little basic gist of that so there's a lot of things on a sort of an internal level that i'm going through and on a physical level pieces that are moving all over the place and i'm trying to sort of navigate and at times it does sort of get challenging as you know in the journey we are sort of trying to, to manage the physical the physical existence trying to sort of manage our lives whether we have families whether we have jobs whatever it is and then at the same time there is this sort of um another understanding an understanding of spirit another understanding of source our spirituality our own internal sort of um, evolution that we're trying to manage and at the minute that's the two things that I am really trying to manage I mean we're always I think we're always going to be trying to manage them and trying to find the the correct balance in our lives but at the minute for me I've been getting hit by so many different things I've been feel like I've been getting pulled all over the place but also the good thing is, is that I'm at a part in my journey where I understand that this is just a part of the journey. So I can really sort of um, not let it overwhelm us, even though at times it can be hard. But I have just sort of understand that this is a part of the journey. But at times it really does feel like um, the only best technology I can feel I say is... is um, imagine like we're on a boat or something in a storm and you're on a boat going through a storm and you're getting hit by all these different things the water hits you in the face um, the paddle gets gets blown up in the water It hits you across the head. You're getting Your boat's getting hit on the rocks and it's getting smashed all over the place. And at times it really does feel like all these different transitions that we um, encounter in our lives sometimes can feel like that. But there becomes a part in that journey where I feel within a storm where you can no longer steer your boat and you have to just surrender and have trust in the process and trust that the storm will take you to the correct place. And that's what I feel sometimes when we do go through these deep transitions in our lives and these challenging moments, you've just got to really trust it, trust in the process and trust that where the storm is taking you it will take you to the place that you need to be. I do feel that eventually we end up in the place that we're meant to be, in the place that we're ready for. So it sounds hard saying this, but I do feel that wherever you are in your journey now is where you're meant to be. You might not be able to see it now, I'm sure you'll see it in a few a few more years' time. Or maybe whenever, or maybe in ten years' time, you will recognize you were you were always where you were meant to be at that point. But there is definitely something to that. I do feel that we're at the point where we're meant to be now, even though it can seem challenging at times. And it's really interesting because something I've been asking myself is why do we when we do sort of when we when we get on this path of um, as as obviously all you guys are, you guys are all sort of listen you listen to this podcast, you are sort of. You're obviously out there I know you're probably reading books and things and you're constantly gaining new information and and you're sort of evolving your own selves and you're evolving um, your evolution is constantly expanding yourselves <coughs> and I've really questioned of late why why does it seem to be that along the journey as we do get more more evolved in ourselves, you think that the journey would get more easier, but it really doesn't. I, there is a famous quote a while ago. It says that the, um, the more that you become awakened, the more harder it gets, and it really is true. I do feel that, um like I said, I think the the more the more that you get close to who you want to be, you will find you will meet more resistance. I think that's due to the fact that um, that the old self. It just sort of wants to hold on to to your old patterns and your own your old behaviors that you've built up over time, and it knows that it, that you're getting closer to closer to sort of leaving them behind. And that's what I do feel at times what it's like, and I do feel that sort of the more that you're, you're um. Your soul, your own soul does start to evolve. You will come face to face with that resistance more and more on a sort of on a psychological level within yourself and also on a physical level with people around you. I think as you know, on your journey, the more you do sort of become more aware, you meet more resistance from your general surroundings around your friends. As you know, I I mean, I don't think I need to go too much into that, but you, you know, on a personal level and the more that you do start sort of becoming more aware you do start wanting to change more things in your environment. And at times that can clash with people, relationships and, and um, situations and jobs and things like that around you. around you. And I do feel that um, the higher the levels go of change, it can get harder and harder. And it really does. Um, especially one of them for me at the minute is one of the big shifts that I'm going through is this higher state of awareness. And you would think that a higher state of awareness is all bliss, it's all great, and that's and it's all good. But honestly, I promise you guys, the higher, the, and I'm sure a lot of you will resonate with this, but the higher, um, higher state of awareness that you do get, it really does get so challenging because you start not only re- recognizing people's um, traits around you, but most importantly, you start recognizing your own thoughts and your own feelings. And how much, how much your mind has been highly attuned to sort of judge people or be even be negative towards people in certain ways. And it does take a lot of tuning, uh, ch- high tuning to get rid of all them thoughts and sort of become one with who you truly are and with the nature of everyone else around you and recognize that everyone else is just you. And that really is fucking hard at times, guys. Honestly, it really is. Even if you know, for example, if you're just driving down the street and somebody um you come across the biggest the biggest idiot and he's swearing at you he cuts you up on the road or something and the ability in this and it really is a skill to try and connect with the the deeper essence of what is going on in that situation and um where he is coming from and how you can also how you can overcome that situation by not reacting and um as you know in them situations it can be very hard so as you do become more awakened you do have a lot more responsibility and that really is met with resistance from your from your sort of your ego self your ego um finds comfort in in sort of just um sort of being a dickhead uh, your ego finds comfort in just going along with the the bullshit basically it's e- it is easy just to go along with the bullshit. But it is much more beautiful to not accept the bullshit. but at times it can be very challenging because as you know as you start awakening around you you will find a lot of resistance and yet it, sort of you've got to try and find your way through that but eventually if you keep going i promise you that i'm still going through this journey you will keep meeting more resistance but along the way it really is a magical process and as you know once you do start um open changing the gears and the levels of awareness with inside yourself there is there really is no going back but it really is interesting how um how if you think back in your life it really is it, it really is easier to just be sort of asleep and not ask any questions it really it really is at times but as you know, once you open that Pandora's box with inside of the self, you, you, there, is, there is just no going back. There, there, really, there really isn't. And there is theres is a deep purpose. There is a deep purpose in that. I do feel that no matter if people choose to just stay asleep, I do feel that one time, no matter what it is in their life, something will, will eventually bring them back to the path. I think that's just a matter of time. So don't give up faith on the path. Keep going. Don't fall asleep, guys. <laughs> so what I'm basically trying to say is that a higher level of understanding, is not going to be comfortable it's not going to be comfortable for even sometimes maybe your friends around you it's not going to be comfortable for your family even and it's also not going to be um uncomfortable for your own your old self and the old self um, that the patterns have emerged it's not going to be comfortable for that but just keep going anyway keep going (laughs) and i just wanted to touch on some of the things one of the interesting transitions that i've been going through like I said, as you know, I've been going through a lot of different. It's hard to even use language on these things, but I've been going through these diff, very interesting sort of energetic shifts within my own self. My point of awareness has really been expanding vastly over the last couple of months. I mean, along the journey, I was always educating myself, and me, I could feel my own mind sort of expanding and getting and getting more better, and being able to see the world in a much in a much more balanced way. <clears throat> but at times that as you know that can be it can be very challenging when you feel when you when the mind starts to sort of the mind in a way starts to outgrow the mind the mind the mind out starts to outgrow the, the, the physical the physical body because i've really felt that and what i mean by that is, is over the last couple of months this is what i've felt i mean i've definitely been having some I'm somebody who's very highly tuned from a health perspective. I tr- I train a lot. I do a lot of yoga. i constantly doing. I do I engage in a lot of mindfulness practices. I'm very aw- uh, aware and highly tuned with my nutrition and things like that and over the last few weeks i've been i've, I've definitely felt a lot of physical sickness within my body and i've been asking the, asking myself the question why and i definitely've come to the to the conclusion within my own self the reason why that is is because i feel like that i feel like there, there is a reason that there is a veil to the deeper awareness and i think that when you start um, having these sort of deeper experiences of awareness whether it's through psychedelics whether it's just through a kundalini awakening on in the awakening process in general it can really take its toll on them on the on the body i've spoke about this before but i do feel that our true essence is a lot more than these bodies and at times i do feel there's, there's a reason why there is sort of a. Um, a veil between that information because I think we we are we are physical humans for a reason we are born in the human experience for a reason we are having a human experience and I think that's very important to forget that you're having a human experience but at the same time there is with the awakening process there becomes this deeper level of awareness that we are more than these physical vessels and we are more than just these bodies and it and I feel that there there can be a bit of disparity between sort of the spirit and the body and i think that's where integration comes in and i've been learning a lot lately is that once i've been having these um these deep profound experiences of, of heightened awareness and you can use this if, for psychedelics as well you will it, people people call it the afterglow period where basically cognitive flexibility in the mind is a lot more stretched and a lot more sort of malleable but there is a period in between that between these heightened states of consciousness and sort of um between the physical where in my opinion i feel that there's an important grounding process where you have to ground yourself back to sort of to, to the to the, phys- to the physical world you can't just be up here in the clouds and i feel like one of the things that i've been struggling with a lot lately is i've been too much in the clouds i've been having a lot of these and i really have guys i've been having a lot of massive mind-blowing experiences some that i can't i won't get into today because you need another podcast in itself some of them i will touch on a bit later <clears throat> but some of the experiences I've been having have been fucking mind blown to say the least and it's and it really is hard to sort of bridge that gap back to the physical and sort of bring that into bring that back into waking life and integ- integrate it into my daily life. It really can be challenging and it really is guys at times and it has been. But that's one of the reasons why I think my over the last week my physical body has been a bit sick and I I've been going through a bit of sickness within myself and I haven't felt right and I haven't felt up to to where I have in the past is because the integration period of these sort of deeper levels of awareness versus the physical has been sort of hard to try and try and integrate, integrate that in society and I' have felt that my my physical body has sort of has been sort of has, has, has been affected by that. I don't know if that's I don't I don't know if that is hundred percent what it is, but it definitely feels like that through the transitions I've been going through anyway. And also on the theme of that as well is which was really interesting is that when I was going through over the last week where I was going through this period where I could definitely feel that my body was wasn't physically right, didn't feel up to it. There was like there was times where honestly the guys there was times and this is this really is not me, but there was times where I just wanted to sit in bed. And my body just didn't feel right, and I know that there's nothing wrong with that, guys. I think in, I was talking about this with my friend the other week about how in society we're told that that you you with the sort of a stigma around society. If you do just want to sit in bed or you want to relax or you you don't want to do anything for the day, that there's you, there's not there's something not right with you. There is a big stigma around society around that. I think that we do, as human beings, we do, we, that is just a natural inclination. I want to just have maybe a day or two days where you don't want to see anyone or you just want to sit in bed. That's just a natural state of the human beings. But just alongside that, guys, just to show <coughs> you that I am aware of that, alongside of that, I am very in tune with my body and there definitely just wasn't something right. Good, right. And I can only link it to what, what I've just said before. <coughs> <coughs> but alongside that I really did have an interesting dream where it was two two nights ago now where I really wasn't feeling very well I was struggling to sleep and stuff and anyway I had this dream where I was sort of visited by this shaman like a kid shaman in the dream it was really wild and I'm not sure if you guys out there are familiar with ayahuasca I haven't took ayahuasca but i'm familiar with the process in sort of the the ceremony around it and basically the the shaman himself will um will blow in the ayahuasca ceremony in ceremonies that i've seen will blow smoke onto the person that the shaman is working with and i think the theory behind this is that the smoke the reason why the smoke is um, blown into the areas is because it's sort of working the shaman works on sort of a metaphysical level and the smoke is sort of um Sort of trying to affect the um, the people in the group of people in the ceremony that they're working with on sort of a metaphysical level, and it's sort of the 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 sort of the um, the action of using the smoke is sort of something that has been used for thousands of years with the shamans. So they do that is on a sort of a metaphysical level. They affect people on an energetic level and affect people through sort of these higher higher sta- higher states of consciousness that the shaman is working on. So anyway, in the dream, this is what the shaman was doing to me this kid shaman you you've got to remember as well this kid shaman was definitely about five or six years old, which is wild, and he's speaking to us in this sort of like uh like a foreign language. I'm not sure what it was, but this guy is like going this little kid is going like home <laughs> and um basically blowing smoke into certain certain parts of my body. And anyway, there was an instance where the, this little kid, shaman in the dream, where he blew smoke into the back of my neck. And I really felt in the dream, all my cells in my body just completely expand and expand and expand. And this kid shaman was working all the way down the bottom of me back and going through different parts of my body. And what was really wild is that in the morning when I woke up, obviously that was the first thing that I thought of—the recollection of the dream. And when I woke up instantaneously, I felt amazing. I mean, it felt like the last week of feeling physical pain in my body was just—it wasn't even—it wasn't even a thing, which is absolutely wild. I just completely woke up with feeling completely re uh, revigorated i mean maybe that is just a coincidence i don't know but i'm really in a position in my life now where i'm not seeing anything's so a coincidence i think that this the i'm not in a, gonna ever be in a position where i um see that nothing is possible because some of the experiences and things that i've been encountering over the last especially over the last few months and over the last year have really blew the top of my mind top of my mind off to what is possible out there in this in this magical place it really is so who knows what that dream was doing if it was a kid shaman working on us whether it was just an unconscious thing through my dream state who knows but it was wild how i woke up in the morning and i completely felt revigorated and completely felt better and that's the reason why i'm doing this podcast now because i feel a million dollars again which is absolutely wild so who knows but that kid shaman definitely i definitely want to Give that kid Charmin a cuddle <laughs> and say thank you, whether that is just my higher self or what. But he really did work wonders. <laughs> he really did. And another interesting thing that I want to touch on, and like I said, I know these conversations are going all over the place. <coughs> Half the time, I don't even know what I've said. So I hope this is making sense. But what I want to touch on, so, uh, this is a very deep point, and it's a very sort of a... It is a very deep point, and I hope you can sort of stay stay with this, stay with this. But through the process of awakening, when we do sort of have these heightened states of awareness through the awakening process, whether it's a Kundalini awakening, whether it is through psychedelics or whatever, I do feel that there is this, um, and this is this is this is one of the reasons why I want to touch on this more, and I feel that's really important because. I know I slightly touched on this before, but the integration period of having these deeper states of awareness and then trying to integrate them in society. There's a lot of work being done on this and I definitely feel that this, um, many people have called this the afterglow period. For example, when you take psychedelics, after psychedelics, like I said before, cognitive flexibility is a lot more stretched in the mind. And there is this period of sort of where there's a lot more malleability in the mind. And I feel that that's, that's some of the things with the awakening process is that after the window of having these heightened states of awareness where you will, um, whether it is these heightened states of really high states of empathy that are arisen with inside yourself, whether it's through psychedelics or it's just through your natural awakening um, state of awakening. There is a really interesting period that happens and like I said many people have called it the after the afterglow period but I found this bit of information and it says um, and there's been some really interesting information done on this window between the mind and it says the interaction between brain areas associated with the sense of self are more connected to other regions that process autobiographic memories and emotion. And this particular scientist, I can't remember what his name is, but he basically expa- explained how the brain network called the default mode network, which processes aspect- aspects of of the self and self awareness, he says that on a biological level, it becomes less tightly bound and more interconnected with the rest of our brain immediately after drinking ayahuasca. So he's using the example of ayahuasca. So this s- study in particular is being done with ayahuasca, but it's really interesting to to think about what is really happening sort of when we, we do experience these deeper states of awareness through a metaphysical level, when our consciousness has been um, sort of expanded, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through, especially psychedelics take you there, no doubt about it. The Kundalini awakening, like I said, takes you there. But it's interesting that that sort of that period in between what is what is really happening there and what is the importance of that. And I do feel like the importance of that window is, and I feel like the importance of having the ability to expand our consciousness in these in this physical world is to sort of to bring it back to the physical and integrate it so i think it's that's one of the biggest things that i've learned over the last couple of months like i said before to touch on it again to not always yes have these experiences of psychedelics have these um obviously follow your follow your journey follow your, follow your sort of your thread of, of seeking within inside of yourself and la- allow these um, amazing experiences to occur. but at the same time oh, try to remain grounded and remember that these experiences are to help you live a better life now, be- live a better life in the physical and that's maybe something that I've struggled with over the last few months but something that I'm definitely coming to terms with now there is no point in having these big profound experiences and constantly trying to have them if you can't integrate the knowledge into into the physical state of where you are now so I feel that is important I just wanted to hone that through and that's me speaking to myself as well as well as you because I think ultimately guys I think the importance of, of one of the reasons why we do experience these altered states of consciousness and have these experiences is because eventually eventually we do want to make long lasting change in our lives we want to have sort of better connections and better relationships with the people around us we want to um With our loved ones and our co-workers and friends and family ever who it is we ultimately the i think the goal of this all is is to become a much better person it really is and start sort of seeing everyone as your as yourself i do feel that that's what it is so like i said integration is i do feel is the key so don't forget that so just so sort of, sort of just to change direction up a bit as well, and this was something else, a big a big thing that I, I had an experience that I had. I was actually doing a podcast, and I don't think I'll ever. I'm not sure if this podcast will ever be put out. I don't think it'll be very watchable, <laughs> and I'll explain why. But I had a particular podcast with this with this young young guy. It was a really cool podcast as well. I, I mean I don't know you might not see that part on the podcast I'll probably have to edit that out I never really edit these podcasts but I think on this occasion in this podcast in particular I might have to edit it but anyway I had I did a podcast in with this guy in particular and as you know guys I'm doing these podcasts and I'm I'm really having these deep profound one-on-one conversations where we really are diving deep into some very powerful topics and conversations and at times guys these um when you are one-on-one with um, highly attuned individuals, people who are really at the cutting edge of consciousness and asking these questions, a lot of these people that you do meet are are times they are really operating on different levels of awareness. And Tesla said this that we are we are we are not these bodies we are energetic we are energetic beings and we don't we are operating on a state of frequency and vibration. And as you know in your day-to-day life, you will, as you know you get on a basic sense when you interact with certain people, you get good vibes around people and it's clear to see that there's more, more communication going on than just language, there is other things going on and I think that the more that you become aware of, of your true nature and your true self and who you truly are, you will get a sense of your daily interactions with different people, you will feel energies of certain people and you will get a sense of that more certain people are more highly attuned than others doesn't mean that they're better or not it just means that maybe they're a little bit further down the path and the journey but you will f- you'll get a sense of their sort of their feelings and you'll there a deeper level of awareness and there's times guys where i've done podcasts with people and i've been sitting face to face with them and some really interesting things can happen really really can and i've, I've i did a podcast with um a guy in the past called Philip Wolfson as well. He was a highly tuned individual. And I did a podcast with this other guy as well who was a psychologist. <clears throat> and there was these interesting moments within the conversation. And I didn't speak about them. But I recognized them within the conversation. Where there was a point where you're staying across from someone. Where the eyes are very interesting. The eyes in a conversation sort of can connect in a, in a sort of a weird way. And I experienced it a few times in a few podcasts about, back back. And I never really thought much about it, but I definitely did feel there was something there, like an energetic pull with the eyes. <clears throat> and I've always been someone who's been fascinated by eyes. I think eyes are beautiful. I really do think that you, we 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 sort of underestimate how, how beautiful and how unique everyone's eyes are. Eyes are really fascinating. I don't know if you've ever just sort of stared into someone's eyes and just not in terms of like a, um, a meditation practice or anything. I like just looked at people's eyes in terms of, the beauty of people it really is it's such a there's such some there's something so special about the eyes and there's also a um, a, a piece of information that i heard as well that that throughout our lifetime the eyes on human beings never change. They always stay the same. They might fluctuate a little bit in sort of color, but in terms of their whole visual representation, they, they stay the same. So the rest of the body on the human body, obviously, as you know, biologically deteriorates, but the eyes always sort of stay, stay the same, which I think is really fascinating and wild that we, in our lives, that we have these beautiful sort of gold jewels, gold and beautiful jewels all the time um, that we're looking out of. It really is beautiful in Cap Viet, and if you stare at, if you start looking and noticing as you walk down the street, do the practice and just look at people's eyes, so they really are, um, it's like a universe when you're looking at them, it's really wild if you do take notice, that's what I do anyway, you might think I'm crazy, but that's what I do, <laughs> um, lost me trail of thought there, but um But there is something anyway that when I've been having these podcasts with people and I'm staring across one-on-one on on a table to them, there is these moments that I've that I've sort of caught, and and there's been this interesting, energetic thing that's happened when our eyes have periods where our eyes have locked on when you're one-on-one with someone and you're having these really intense conversations. And like I said, I never really thought too much of it. It was stayed in the back of my mind. But then a few weeks ago. I had this really interesting experience with this young guy where we were doing a podcast. Like I said, it might never get put out because it really, I don't think it's visually, it's something that you, a podcast that people are going want to see and want to see. There was not much information, not much talked about. But there was a point in this conversation where we were facing one on one and we were having this deep conversation, we're in full flow. And then something all of a sudden just came over came over us where our eyes sort of locked onto each other and it was this really um wild and wacky and beautiful experience sort of like a, the only way I could describe it is like an altered state of consciousness obviously if you guys have sort of took psychedelics out there before and you sort of are, you're you there's times with your perception where you're sort of warped and, z- and zoomed into this sort of point of point of um point of attention where you're looking and everything else is, doesn't doesn't matter your, your awareness is really heightened and there was a point where our eyes locked on each other it was really wild and it was it wasn't just this wasn't just two minutes it wasn't three minutes this was like 15 20 30 minutes which was wild and i've done a bit of research into this and it's something that i'm still looking into and i would love to see if you guys out there have any thoughts on this as well but the, um as you know the, 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 there is a there is a, a, a ancient practice called called staring at people sorry ancient practice called ancient practice where people used to stare at each other and i've seen many videos online about this where where there is a meditation practice where you can sort of do this with a person where you basically sit across from them and you stare into their eyes in some very interesting things obviously being documented by many different people and this is clearly what happened with me and that guy. I mean, I've experienced it before on a few different levels and it's been more on a subtle level, but this was really profound. Like I said, this what this one was really mind-expanding in the, in the awareness and the levels of um, em- empathic abilities, in my opinion, were very heightened and rose up quite high. I'm still trying to figure out fully what it was. But when I've done some research in this, like I said, there is a lot of ancient, um, ancient practices around this where people in the past would sort of, would sit one sit facing each other one on one, and they would gaze and stare in each other's eyes. And like I said, they speak about some very wild and profound things that could happen. But I found this. I found this bit of information anyway, and I'm going to read this out. And this was actually, which was really interesting. This was a guy who I spoke to a long time ago when I used to do these podcasts on Skype. This was a guy called Will Johnson, who is a Buddhist teacher. I think he was. But he there's a quote on one of his pages which I came across, and he says when. So he said that when eye contact between two people is initiated and maintained, an invisible energetic circlet is established between the two participants, dissolving the barriers that ordinarily are separate from each other, drawing them even closer into a shared awareness of union. This was really interesting because this is really what it felt like. It really felt like in that moment, that when we were doing the podcast and we were sitting, uh, sort of face to face with each other, it felt like um, that the veil, the veil of the veil of the physical world had really been heightened and lift and blasted the doors of perception have been blasted open, and we were really swept into this state of consciousness where we were no longer sort of operating on a place of on a, on an individual basis. This was sort of like he was becoming a part of me and i was becoming a part of him and just to sort of add to that as well which was really interesting is that when i was looking across from this from this guy and you've got i know this sounds very wild and and crazy but when i was sitting across from him i was not looking at him anymore i was looking at myself and this was clearly a visual representation of me staring directly at myself and guys honestly like there is obviously this deeper ancient understanding and philosophy that many people like Alan Watts and Terence McKenna always talked about where they spoke about how everyone in the world really is us they're just living other lives and that is easy to sort of accept as you know I think you you can tell that that we are just the same as many other individuals and people are just sort of living different lives but fundamentally we are really all just the same um but to take that even deeper we Imagine actually really, really feeling that. Like not just not just having a little bit of an understanding around that everyone else is you, but I mean really having the full embodiment that, that you listen to this podcast now are me and I'm you. And are you watching this podcast now is you and I'm in and, and you are me. I mean not just not just subtly having that understanding, but really visually seeing yourself now in me because that's that's exactly what happened when i was sitting across from this guy i was no longer sitting it sitting with another person i was just sitting with myself and it really was mind-blowing and as you can imagine that that experience over the last few weeks is it was a bit too much i mean it, it was a bit too much but at the same time it all. I think it always the the journey always gives you what you need at the time. So I felt like I needed that, and it's <clears throat> and understand at the same time. It's be- It is scary, but it's also beautiful. It al- It is also beautiful. Um. And what was wild about it is that because this aw- because the awareness in that moment was very was very much heightened, and he also said he had the same experience as well, and he underst- he understood what was going on. There was a time. There was a point after this experience that I had this podcast because when I do these podcasts um the place that I was recording the conversations at the, the sort of the, the studio place I was using I couldn't stay there so I had a, I booked a hostel in London so after I recorded the conversations and I had this particular podcast with this in this x this beautiful experience with this guy I am um, <clears throat> I had to walk through London. And if you know what London is, London's a very busy place and there's lots of interactions and lots lots of sensory input going on. And as I was walking to the hostel on the night time after having this deep experience, as I was walking down the street, which is wild, as I was looking at people, I was no longer seeing anyone is, is sort of a, an individual. Like nobody was... I was basically just seeing myself in everyone else and it wasn't just on a sense of like thinking that everyone else was me, this was like really on a visual level seeing, their, seeing my face on their body and I was just like fucking hell, this is mind blowing and it really was hard to integrate that level and obviously eventually after about an hour or so it did diminish and it, the dust did settle. Um, but that tell you guys that night that night's sleep was fucking mind-blowing my notes that i was writing down were i was writing so many different notes down and i just couldn't sleep i was just my mind was rattling as you can imagine uh, but it, as 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 you can tell um when you we do have experiences like that it, it and, then, and like i said this was not with psychedelics this was just normal weakened state of reality and these experiences, guys, at times have been blow like I said again, they've been blown my mind. And one of the one of the things that I did through that experience as well, because it was a really mind-blowing experience, it really did make us sort of sort of understand the reason why there is a sort of a veil, and we do have because like I said, in our lives I I do know there is there is sort of more there's more to life than just this physical existence. I think I think we all know that. But at the same time, I do feel that there is a reason why there is a veil to these topics because that instance there where I had that experience with that guy. I mean, imagine sort of having that perspective all the time. And I mean, maybe it is possible. I mean, maybe there is people who have got to that understanding. I mean, I've definitely on a core essence of understanding that now. I fully understand that. I fully understand that. And judgment for me of late has really been hard. I mean, it's been really hard for me to judge people of late after, after really having that experience. But I think on a, imagine on a physical level, if we were walking down the street and we did physically see somebody else's fierce as you all the time. I mean, I think that really would be challenging. So I do think there is a reason why there is a veil, And like I said, we are living a human experience. To live a human experience for a, for a reason. There is a reason to that. Um to sort of having that veil in between us between that other world but i think it it, maybe at times there must be a reason why we are experiencing that veil at times to get to sort of give either give us that reminder of who we truly are or maybe at one time like all these spiritual masters talk about that one time we do have to eventually sort of bridge that gap between the physical and sort of um the metaphysical and make that bridge to the next stage because it does seem to be that there is, within this world that we're living in now, there is sort of this physical existence where, obviously, you can see me now and we have these physical bodies and things and we live our lives and go to work, which is fucking awesome. It's awesome to be able to just, sometimes when you drive down the road and you're driving down in a bloody car and it's like, fucking hell, I'm actually on a planet driving in a car. Fuck me. This is crazy. But at the same time, within that world, there's also, we. my understanding, there is also a sort of a, a sort of a physical and a metaphysical level to the world as well so there's like a physical there's a metaphysical um, part, um element to this to this dimension <coughs> it's fucking crazy it really is at times when you have them deep thoughts and think like what the fuck is this it's absolutely mind-blowing But anyway, I do think there is a reason why there is a veil anyway. I think it is important to to have these deep experiences like I just did, like I explained with that guy. But at times there is, I think there is a reason because I think at times if we did, if if you were walking down the street at times and maybe if you did see someone's face on their, your face on their face at all times, I think you would, I mean, there maybe is a, Point of of craziness, a point of sanity to that. Not craziness, but there is a point of sanity within yourself, and it really is hot. Probably is hard to integrate that. So anyway, that's all I'm trying to say. I think there is um, an importance to um there is importance to sort of the um, this the veil. Anyway, there is important importance to the veil. <laughs> but anyway, as well on the theme, obviously you're staring at each other. I know obviously that experience what I described there obviously sounds very, obviously very um, sort of profound. But even just on a personal level, if you want to do this with your friends, guys, I would definitely recommend it to your friends, your families, whatever who it is. But there's been a lot of um, ancient text wrote about this, about the art of just staring at each other. And I, I would definitely recommend trying this because even just on a, on a personal level, this will just... <laughs> even without maybe even experiencing these, because I've done this experience before, the art of staring at each other, and I haven't had these big, profound experiences where, like I said, the the fabric of reality have just is completely morphed and changed, and have and everything else on an energetic level has just completely changed and. My 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 sort of visual my my myself is being projected onto someone else, but regardless of that, there is something beautiful that can happen with just the the general practice of staring in each other's eyes. It really does strengthen your connections with your friends and your family members around you. You can really sort of. Really something beautiful happens. I don't want to give it away because I don't want to put um, context on what's going to happen for you because I don't know what's going to happen for you. But I would definitely recommend trying that. The art of staring at each of it really is um, a beautiful a beautiful thing. Try, so try that anyway, guys. And it's really interesting as well because one of the biggest, over the last few months as well, one, obviously one of the biggest lessons that I have had from all, this exp- all these different wild experiences that's been going on. And one of the biggest lessons I feel that like it's been trying to tell us is that is that like i said before everyone is you and you are not separate from each from one another and it's been really trying to sort of really um scrap all these judgments and all these um judgment all these different judgments of people and really try to show me that that really everyone everyone else is just me and i think there is really something in sort of that that deep understanding of seeing ourselves in others I really do feel that that is a big importance of of, what, of a level of understanding that we need to get to. And like I said, not just, not just believing it, but really knowing it. Because if we were all in a position on this planet where, where you knew I was you and you were me, you would not, you would not want to hurt me. You, I would not want to hurt you. I would not want to judge you or call you. Call you. And it's really interesting because looking back on, in my life and looking back at society in general, I do feel that um the the whole contextual understanding around separation in society from others as well as sort of the larger world in which we inhabit i definitely feel that um the society in general sort of tends to breed um, that understanding of alienation in society we um we are especially the way the world's grown up in the minute we don't interact with our neighbors and stuff we're coronavirus is coming and they're going to be telling everyone to stay in their houses and stuff and not interact but there's definitely seems to be a a big alienation of trying to alienate people it's been happening for thousands of years as you know borders have been put in place around the world and all these different things about immigration and things and trying religion and then you go you have football teams and stuff like that and all about divide and conquer and separation and this is person's this is my side of the fence this is my side of the fence if you 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 can't come on here if you've got brown skin or you've got white skin or you're gay or you're or you're a girl or you're a boy you can't do this you can't do that and i do feel that these all these levels of alienation throughout our life have been there for a purpose i do feel that i've mentioned this many times on the podcast and this is something that i've really felt it really makes sense that this true deeper understanding, this true essence of who we truly are, I do feel that there is a war going on for that, and I've said that on many podcasts before, you're probably sick of us seeing it now, but there is um, something more deeper going on here, and I think that we've just got to keep, we've got to keep sort of fighting for that, I think our, I think you all feel it guys, Um you'll feel with inside yourselves you'll feel a deeper intuition of goodness inside yourself you do want to go do good you want to help people you want people to have everything what you've got you you're not a self, i know you're not a selfish person if you listen to this podcast yes you want to live a good life but also at the same time you want other people to live a good life and i do feel that this this deeper understanding this real deeper essence of who we truly are that we are just everyone else and everyone else is just living another life I do feel that is being trying to be dis being being affected and being manipulated, um, and affected so that we can't have that vision and we can't have that sense sense of other, and we're being sort of put into these narrow confined boxes and th- being put in these states of fear. I feel that's that's definitely whether the, whether you whatever your opinion is around the coronavirus, I think that's definitely going to be another key in spreading fear on the planet. It's going to really make put people in this fair state. Like I said, people's not going to even want to touch people. Um, <coughs> people's not going to want to interact with people. And I think that's a big problem in society now. We don't interact enough with each other. As you know, we're living in a, in the time of media where we have time on our phones, but we're lacking real time there is really something um a, a big lacking of community and I've felt that within myself and that is one of the reasons why I want to go traveling I know within time myself sort of I don't know if it's the, is the answer but I'm trying to sort of seek seek um a greater sense of community I think that's what the movement is in in when people are this big movement at the moment moment uh, at the moment now where people are are trying to buy a piece of land and live off grid and stuff there's a big sort of and van life is is a, is a sort of a symptom of that as well. Is that more people are having this deep cravings for connected connectivity to something that feels more real and more essence. <clears throat> and I think if we look back through all our lives and all the different thing, all these different things that's been going on, on the planet, they have been a detriment to to our true essence and our true nature. I read this um, post the other day, and it was t- and it listed. I, c- I can't remember them all, but it basically listed all the different certain things that at one point on the planet were ab- you were able to do. And one of them was to collect rainwater, as you know, collecting rainwater now is illegal in many different places around the world. Another one was sort of just build a house on the land, build a house wherever you wanted. Now you have to, you can't you can't do that. And another one of them was. Um, borders you could like borders you could just go anywhere you wanted now there's borders but there's many different ones anyway this list had about 30 or 40 different things even one of them was married you can't just you can't just get married to someone now you've got to do it legally there was loads of different stuff anyway and it's getting worse and worse around the world now and you can definitely see what is going on there is this i definitely feel there is a whether it is a conscious or unconscious movement but there's it seems to me that it's conscious there's a conscious movement to separation and control and stopping you from really tuning into who you truly are, and I know by you listening to this podcast, that's you—you—you you, already long, you're already long on that fight. You're already waking up, and you're becoming aware of all these different, these all these different chains, um, from a spiritual and a physical and psychological level that are trying to trying to prevent us from stepping into who we truly are. I think that's what we're all trying to do. I think that. I think that's what this fight is this what this podcast is it's a fight to try and sort of to to remind us and remind myself remind you of who we truly are and i do feel that as you know knowing yourself in society has been sort of it's been it's and the the ability to know yourself in society isn't really sort of fabricated it's it's not cool uh it's not cool to know yourself it's cool to sort of go along with the crowd and live in it like follow trends and stuff follow the follow a pop star or follow a, 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 a footballer or something and it's not it's not sort of cool to know yourself but i think that's one of the important things is to start getting to know yourself more you obviously you're doing that now listen to this podcast but there is really um Something beautiful, in my opinion, in sort of reveling in the novelty of knowing yourself. Get get used to that. Get used to that feeling of make that an importance in your life to start knowing yourself more, and that that is where your your true journey will will sort of unravel. And I think there is going to be a, there is a lot of changes that is coming on the planet, especially in the next couple of months, as you know in the media. These different things that are coming around the corner, like coronavirus and things like that. There is a lot of sort of turmoil and a lot of shifts and. Changes that are happening on a physical, on an energetic level, I, I don't fully understand, but it's clear to see that something is definitely happening. But I definitely do feel that we need to make peace with uncertainty, make um, peace with things that make peace with the paradigm shift. Because I think at times, us as a human being, we do like to hold on to something solid. We like to sort of hold on to our own islands of of certainty within our lives. But there becomes a point in the journey of the paradigm shift where things do start to shift and change, and it feels like a point of turmoil. You feel lost. at sure, like I said, you feel like you're in the middle of that storm, like I did last week. But eventually, I do think we do have to sort of um, make make peace with the storm, make peace with that uncertainty, and that is where the change will will become. We can you can never like like there's a famous quote where it says. Um, A ship in harbour is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. And I really do feel that the human spirit is is like a ship. And if it does stay at shore, that's what happens. We, We sort of get trapped in this illusion of society and we... We 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 get stuck in all these these all all these stupid fake laws like we can't grow our own foods we disconnect from that we disconnect from from nature we we start chopping down all the trees and we think that we're separate from nature we um we start commercialising the air commercialising the water we start seeing that you have to you can't just build a house anywhere and I think that with the more that we become sort of detached from that the more we lose a part of ourselves. So I feel, like I said, I feel that it's important to to strip ourselves away from that. There has to be a point in the middle of, getting, of going back to that where you have to go from certainty to uncertainty. And I feel like that's what civilization's at at the minute. We're in this big point of uncertainty and we have to make peace with that because I do feel that eventually that uncertainty is just the point before... The next level of greatness comes so all i'm saying is anyway is don't become the ship that's in the harbor become the ship that is at sea peace out people i think that's enough said i hope that wasn't too much of a ramble because like i said these are just raw sometimes i don't even know what i'm saying I'm, i really do try to speak from the heart there's a lot of things in my daily life that i'm working on um there really is as you know i think In in terms of our own evolution, things are moving so fast. Like, I wasn't the same person I was yesterday. You weren't the same person you were yesterday. Things are constantly changing and evolving so fast. As you know, when you look back in your life, it seems like two minutes ago that I was 10 years old, playing football. (laughs) Then I was 12, and I was 15, and I was 20. And then it just as you know guys it's just time is just is moving so fast i know they say time is just an illusion but in this physical when we do look back time is moving so quick and so fast and things are constantly evolving our own understanding of things is constantly evolving it really is a wild trip but anyway guys we're in this together keep fighting this thing together keep going And that's all I'm going to say anyway. If you can guys, find it in your heart. Support the podcast through the Patreon page. It really is the best way to help me to keep doing what I'm doing. Also have a one-off donation option as well. Helps me to keep doing all the different podcasts on the road and at times helps me put a bit of petrol in the tank. So that's all I'm going to say anyway, guys. I love you all and wherever you are in the world, keep seeking people. Ba-ba-ba-boom! this
0: is the spiritual world. I feel the rain on my skin I hear my heart beating within I feel the spirit in the wind This is the spiritual world. Bigger than what I see in front of me Deeper than the valleys below my feet I'm in between two worlds that meet This is the
1: spiritual world.
0: This is a spiritual show. Everybody's choosing sides, trying hard to justify. but lock the doors and stay inside. This is a spiritual show. It's not against flesh or blood. One heart, one mind, one love. It's time to rise up with the sun. This is. Cause it's a spiritual war This is a spiritual war This is a spiritual war This is a spiritual, spiritual war You wanna be alive or you wanna be wack Ain't nobody got the time to listen to the truth they said Cause all the truth they fed is manipulated, jaded, and fake. The world's got a lot of things to offer If I only bow down and give myself a profit I see the diamonds, gold, and all these fancy dollars And whatever else I try to cough up but just to keep me locked up but I ain't gon' run with it. I ain't gon' talk like them. I ain't gon' play around, sitting singing songs with them. I ain't gon' live like that in the pit of hell with my so-called baller hat. I ain't gon' do that. I'ma play the game different. Ain't no shame with it, I'ma win with no chains on me, holding on to victory as I walk in peace. I talk with authority, knowing who I am, and it ain't boring me. I'm fighting through my mind's eye, channeling the most. High. I'm a ghost rider, survivor, God's my provider Entirely, I'ma see it how it is and tell you how I feel And when I'm weak, I'ma stay real Cause we ain't each other's enemies This war's not against what we can't see No pill can cure or remedy This is a spiritual war The light shines brighter in the darkest place Looking at reality face to face No more hiding it Double place, we need our shields and swords. Oh no, is because it's a spiritual war.